the college football landscape has definitely changed a little bit in recent memory. And with that, it makes you kind of, I don't know, enjoy going back and seeing the beginnings of the, the, the new age of Oklahoma State University and the players that were responsible for bringing that in. You are Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl-related. My name is Cody Stovall. I want to thank you kindly for stopping by and making this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. You can find me at Twitter, at Aldeo State. We're available on every podcasting platform as well as YouTube. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is the moment I have been waiting for because this is on my bucket list when we very, 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 very first started because... I know we have questions about recruiting at times, and I know we have questions about why our success hasn't always equaled more success in recruiting. But you have to wonder, when did the period start where we could even have success in recruiting whatsoever? And that is because of this man we're about to bring on. You guys ready? Bobby Reed, how are you doing, sir? Welcome to the show. I'm good. I'm good, Cody. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate this. Absolutely, man. So, yeah, you know, I, I think it's funny. Um, whenever I got this whole thing started, right, the whole concept was to, to get more O-State news out there because, as I've covered before, I, I know for a fact growing up, you didn't hear a lot about the Barry Sanders and the Thurman Thomases, Harley Dykes, Des Bryant, the, all of the list goes on and on. And, you know, I never, I never really knew why. Well, then I realized we were fighting an uphill battle because Oklahoma media covered OU forever in a day, and it just it gets on my ever-loving nerves. And then when people have, you know, those confusions about recruiting, it's funny that the standard always has been and always will be maybe you, sir, Bobby Reed. So how does it feel knowing that you've seen the facilities change, you've seen the locker room change, you've seen recruiting change, you've seen expectations change in Oklahoma State? How cool is it knowing that the standard to this day is still you? I mean, God. I, I hate to, you know, I don't want, I don't want to swell you up too, too much, right? It's, 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 I'm only here to sunshine pup to some degree, but legitimately, man, whenever you look, if you're a recruiter at Oklahoma State University, you want to see who are the top dudes that have been recruited. If you play quarterback, you're chasing that name. And, and that's, it's been a long time, man. It's been a long time. And to still be that standard, I'm not just, how, how fun is that? How fun is that? Uh, well, you know, first of all, man, it's, it's definitely an honor. Um, definitely something that I took pride in as a 17, 18 year old kid. Um, I, um, when we, we, I go back to my 10th grade year, uh, we played Vince Young in high school and the things that he was doing on the football field, I told myself, this is how I want to do things. Um, now, you know, got to college, he won a national championship. We didn't do all that Oklahoma state. Uh, that's neither here nor there, but just the way he he, he took over the the game, right? And uh, just just the way just watching him was we were in awe. And um, my tenth grade year, I, I told myself, like I said, I want I want to be 
like this guy. Right, for sure. Um, I looked up to him, per se. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, my junior 11, my junior and 12th grade year, that was just my goal at, at all costs, you know, go train, work out, get the team together. Because it just it just wasn't just me. I had to throw it to somebody. I had to hand it off somebody. Yeah, yeah. I had I had a I had a great defense that I played with, and that elevated obviously the quarterback uh, to get you know all these prestigious awards and mm-hmm. uh, player of the year, state of Texas, and all those all those things. But uh, it's definitely yes. an honor, man. But you know, there's a lot of a lot of hard work that went into it. Uh, you know, I always tell people, you see the now, but you definitely didn't see the how. Um, and and you know to be at, to end up at Oklahoma state, man, it was a wild journey. Uh, I did, right. I did a lot of journaling um, during my whole recruiting process. Oh, really? And yeah, That's man. And how I came up cool. to Oklahoma state was real crazy. Um, you want me, you want me to jump into that real quick? Absolutely. I 100%. I mean, yes. I mean, you could kind of talk about, you know, what, what it was like being named the Houston touchdown club, offensive player of the year, the greater all Houston, all district team, most valuable player, like, you know, I, I do know that that clearly that's you try to emulate your game off of off of Vince Young as anybody would. I mean, heck, I did running around playing playing too, man. Um yeah. but yeah, I mean, your your high school success was it's insane how much success you had. And your recruiting, as, as I definitely want you to get into, because I, I know that was also insane. You're one of the few players, as Gunny's talked about, that you could have gone literally darn near anywhere you wanted to. Yeah, yeah, and um, um, you know, I look up, and you know, I had offers from everybody in the country, um, and so you know, my parents did a great job of of just keeping me, you know, razor razor sharp focus. You know, um, you know, you can only go to one school. You know, everybody, you know, you got we got to figure out the the right spot for you. You know, right. um, initially, um, the school that I wanted to go to, hands down, was University of Georgia. Um, we drove out there, went to the football camp. I fell in love with it. I fell in love with coach Rick, uh, Mark Rick at the time. Mm Um, however, um, when he was, you know, we were in the office talking and talking about commitments and all that stuff. Uh, I was getting ready to leave and go to California for the elite 11 camp, uh, like five days later. And so I kind of told him, I said, I want to get around the rest of these guys and kind of see, see what they're thinking and kind of be with them and see how, how I would, you know, how, you know, where, where they're all thinking. So, right. Red Bomar was there. Kirby Freeman uh, was there. All of the top quarterbacks in the state of Texas. Um, Yeah. And so he, he kind of understood it, but he's like, Hey, you know, this is university of Georgia, you know, guys are jumping the fence trying to get in and, and, and and you just got to understand that. And so they already had one guy committed. They were trying to bring two, two guys in their recruiting class. So, Went to the camp. Um, while we were out there, Bomar actually committed to Oklahoma. We were at a lid store, and he pulled a hat off of a, a rack and put it on. and said, this is where I'm going. And then, you know, that's when all the chips kind of started falling in place. And so um, I kind of was getting closer to, to where I wanted to go. Um, but Georgia was on my mind, uh, per se. Uh, when I got home, there was a letter on my desk at home sorry that's my dog in the back my in, in the background <laughs> he, he's doing he's doing his job i can't i can't get mad at there you him. go right yeah exactly yeah <laughs> so um open the letter and it says hey we just got another recruit uh we enjoy recruiting you um you know we're no longer taking quarterbacks so immediately heartbroken it just 
right done because that was that was my job i wanted to go to i wanted to go to georgia i wanted to be a bulldog no matter what so then um kind of came down to ohio state and oklahoma state now i'm giving the short the short uh story because like i said it's it was a process of elimination. Man. Well, yeah, because I know Florida State, State was involved heavily. I know K Every, State was everybody, involved heavily. Everybody in their was, man. Um, but you know, a lot of a lot of factors played in place. Um, you know, I gave I gave all these coaches that were recruiting me. Hey, you call me on Monday at this time. You call me on Monday at this time. Right, right. You call me on Monday. You know, I I was I only talked to like two or three coaches a day because I didn't want to be on the phone talking to coaches all night long. Right. I still had to go to practice. I still had to go to school. And I didn't just want to get caught up in all that. So, For sure. you know, I set a schedule on paper, paper and pencil, and whoever didn't follow that, automatically, automatically gone. You know, um, yeah. and you know that's back back in the day when we had caller IDs, Roger, uh, yeah, you know, oh, yeah, devices, so you would see the names and numbers. So it was it was kind of crazy. So um, uh, the two guys that kind of made themselves to the got themselves to the top was um, Ohio State and Oklahoma State. Um, they kind of respected my my wishes uh, as far as, you know, hey, I need you to call me on this time and this t- day. Right. And um, they kind of respected it, you know, um, kind of kept the conversations to a minimum. Um, I always had questions ready for them and they would always answer them uh, as best I felt like they could. Um, and so, you know, I had already been up to Oklahoma State camp in the summertime. Uh, I had a, a buddy from my team who was already up there. His name was Ricky Coxiff. Uh, he played cornerback there. So I I played little league with him. So it was just a matter of just going up there and spending some time with him, staying in, staying in the dorms with him and all that. Um, and so I kind of liked it. Um, actually, uh, uh, Brad Gertman was, uh, was kind of walking me around on my unofficial, taking me through the dorms and all that stuff, him nice. being a Houston guy. Uh, and so the, the, the only, the thing that kind of got Oklahoma state, to the top, um, right. I, I, I decided to graduate in January. Um, and so, you know, my summertime, you know, I'm, I'm going to summer school classes, trying to put myself in position to go in, the, in uh, January. Uh, and so Ohio State, I didn't get a chance to go visit Ohio State because we were winning uh, when, when, when it's official uh, visit weekend, we're still playing playoff football. And so uh, Oklahoma State just kind of stayed in the back, and I had already committed to Oklahoma State before the season. Um, it was kind of one of those things. I took a nap one day and woke up and said, "Man, I'm going to be a poke," and oh. called Coach Miles and Coach Gundy and told them I was coming, and you know everybody was happy, and then we went back to normal life. Uh, so I was able to get that 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 burden off my shoulder and focus on my senior year. Right. You know, we actually ended up winning the state championship, which was great. Uh, on my birthday, uh, December thirteenth. So that's oh, nice, a man. For me. Yeah. Okay. Man. See, yeah. yeah. My 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 wife. She she t- actually have this written down. She said, "Make sure you tell him happy birthday because he just <laughs> had a birthday." So she she st- yeah. you stole my thunder, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> and you know, the crazy thing is, man, it's it's crazy how uh, things work out. So one what state a, championship. What a cool present to yourself, though. Yeah, it was great. It was great, man. I loved it. <laughs> so it won the state championship on December 13th. And then two weeks later, Oklahoma State was playing Ole Miss in the Cotton Bowl out here. Mm-hmm. And so Eli the rules Manning. were, if, yeah, if the school that you're going to uh, is playing in the bowl game, you can participate. So I was able to go up, me and uh, three or four of the guys were able to go up there 
uh, and practice with the team. Uh, so I got a I got a chance to go up there and compete. You know, go go through some team drills, do right. some seven on seven. So they Coach Gundy threw me in there like I had been there all year. I didn't know no plays and nothing, but. Hell, you know, I I, I just want to stay championship, so I still right. had a little bit of a little, little bit yeah. of mojo in me. Yeah, That's so right. uh, a little swagger good, left. Man. I got I got bowl gifts, I got some bowl money. Wow, how um, cool. Got a chance to hang. Yeah. That it was cool. it was it happened it was all happening so fast, man. That is awesome, it was man. Good. Yeah. So it was it was a great experience, man. I, I wouldn't trade for the world. And that's what the so you coming in, obviously Al Pena was uh somebody that was rock and rolling, and then so the conversion of Donovan Woods, that was supposed to happen earlier, but you got injured uh, very early on in your career at Oklahoma State, correct? So we kind of yeah, had, so, had to go to Donovan? Uh, yeah, so um, that spring, um, I ended up winning the, uh, the, the starting job. Um, and in the spring game, uh, since there were three freshman quarterbacks, they wanted us to take hits. And in, in, they wanted us to feel like what it takes Right. What it feel like to be hit with, sure. with college linebackers and safeties and all that good stuff. So, uh, you know, I ended up tearing my, rot- my, my my labrum in the spring game and, and had to get surgery. So I, re- I had to rest, or, which was actually, you know, I, I, I tell anybody that, you know, any, any, of, my, any of the kids that I've, I've come in contact with, red shirt is not the worst thing. Right. You oh know, yeah. No. No. Like, no. No. It's I, I, I got a chance. Me. I got a chance to grow up. I got a chance to mature. Yeah. Um, you know, it it hurt. It hurt like hell when, you know, I I got named the starter and then I had to sit out because of injury, because uh, everything was just rolling for me. You know, it was just rolling. And but yeah. that train had to come to a stop. But like I said, man, I looking back, man, I needed that year to kind of just 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 have fun, yeah. be relaxed, not stress about game planning every week and. And all that good stuff, and um, I actually learned a lot from Donovan. You know, seeing him go through uh, highs and lows, and right. how, how yeah. to deal with them. You know, and how to prepare each week. He was he was a great teacher, and he didn't he didn't even know it how much I was awesome. learning from him. And um, you know, like we were all we were all young, trying to find our way, trying to find our identity, right? You know, trying to be the big man on campus. And yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you, I mean, you know how it goes. It's 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 just one of those things where you just you just try to keep everything in perspective and try to just you know play your part. And and whenever your time is ready, you 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 don't look back. I I love it, man. Okay, so we've got we've got a lot more to hit. Matter of fact, so uh, right after this, around the corner, I'll give you a little bit of uh, prep time. You can tell everybody out there why. I guess maybe Jay Z's not in the top five of best rappers, <laughs> but real quick, I do have to let the fine people out there know that you don't have to stress when it comes to hiring because LinkedIn Talent Solutions is the best qualified people to find you the most qualified candidate when you're targeting a new employee. So your call to action right now is go to LinkedIn Jobs as it's going to help you find that qualified candidate that you need to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Again, that is linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions to apply. Guys, again, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to screen and rate the applicants based on their qualifications. So don't waste any more time. Go get them now all right brother so yes 
I had to give you a little bit of prep time there. Um, so, so you could let the fine people know. So when I had Corey, Corey Hilliard on the show the other day, I was like, Hey, give me, give me something a little fun to just throw, throw, throw Bobby for a, a, a ringworm. He goes, <laughs> he goes, all right, well, let him know how Jay-Z is not the top dude and, 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 and let him go for, let him fly from there. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, no, he didn't have to go there. He didn't have uh-huh. to go there. But, but you know, it's it. We we used to argue all. We used to argue all day about favorite rappers, and I would stand on the table about Jay Z, and and nobody was trying to hear me. Even but, back but, then, huh? Yeah, man, back then, even back then. All uh, right. Me and a couple other guys were on like the only two or three people against <laughs> 85, 90 kids arguing about Jay Z. So. When you said that, man, that took back some old memories. How <laughs> we used to argue and fight, fight. I'm talking about fight about. Oh yeah, top rappers, man. And I still listen to this day. I still feel the same way. I, and I'm sure I the East Coast that, West Coast thing had had some oh, hand yeah. in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And to this day, I still feel the same way. I know things have changed with the streaming and all that, but man, you just you just got to sit down and listen to it. You know. I just, so uh, that's just do the way we need? I feel. Are we allowed to tiptoe in the in the conversation of Kelly Rowland being better than Beyonce, or is that something that we should just? No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Her uh, her beehive will jump all on this podcast, man. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> oh, I love it, man. All right, brother. So, yeah, go over a little bit of that. The you know, as you transition in from Donovan, because people people tend to forget, and I think this kind of sucks for Donovan, if we're being honest, because. Donovan still threw for like 2,638 yards or something like that, right? And so we knew we were in a rare position as O-State fans coming into the next season. It's like, okay, we got this dude. We got the man. We got the Ferrari and Bobby Reed. But we also know that if we need to, Donovan Woods can slide in and do just fine. And then the poor guy spends the next three years playing a different position every single year, starting starting at every position, but yeah, yeah, he went from quarterback to free safety to strong safety to linebacker. And then the Pittsburgh Steelers kept him on for a couple of years. Like imagine if, won the a poor, Super Bowl. if the poor guy, yeah, if he could have played linebacker for four years, what, what he would have done at the next level, right? He was learning to play linebacker basically in the NFL and was still successful in doing so. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so that, that to me, I'm sorry, but that just leads to your talent. Like, you know, Donovan Woods was no slouch at quarterback. People forget there's a reason that he came here, right? He wasn't just following Rashawn and, and Duan. He was coming here because he was a dude. But you were that daggone good that he ends up at, at linebacker. So, yeah, explain explain that because you, you said you grew from him uh, learning the ups and downs. But coming into that, that next spring, like, you knew that the keys to the kingdom should be coming your way soon, yeah? Yeah, um, but but you know one thing I do want to say, man. Uh, all credit to Donovan. Donovan Donovan was at that time a hell of an athlete, man. Some of the things that I saw him do just on the practice field, I was just like, wow. Yeah, you know, I I, you know, and coming from Texas, you hear about the Woods brothers, the Woods brothers, this Woods brothers, that, and then but the way they carried themselves, all of them from Rashawn, Dewan, and Donovan, the way they carried them, them, themselves. You know, they were always respectful, you know, um, DeWan and Donovan. They both took me in, you know, like like a little brother, 
you know, showed me the ropes, you know, um, never, never, never a doubt that those guys were in my corner. Um, you know, I, and you know, the crazy thing about it, man, um, maybe, maybe I think what I want to say, Oh seven season, maybe, maybe Oh six. I don't know. Me and Donovan were just at a party randomly, man. And he kind of, he kind of, um, came up to me and was like, man, you know, I had, I had the, the utmost jealousy of you. You know, I was jealous of, you know, you, when you came in I'm for, sure. you know, yeah, you know, I get uh, it. for, you know, for competing with me and all that stuff. And he said, but I said, but you know what, man, I, I, I appreciate you for not, you know, trying to sabotage me or anything like that. It was basically, Hey, Bobby, if you want this job, you got to come take it from me. Right. Like, right. You know, right. You know, like I said, he never, he never treated me, treated me like shit, nothing like that. It was, Good. but, oh, but I knew, I knew every day in that, in the, in the meeting room, I had to be on my P's and Q's because if I, if I missed the answer, I know Don was going to make sure he answered it right. <laughs> you know? And so, you know, we kind of, we kind of became close that night, uh, maybe two or three years into the, into being in Stillwater when That's he awesome. was, he just kind of said, Hey man, you know, I, I, you know, I hated it. I hated that you were in the court of QB room, uh, you know, but, you know, I respect you and, and, you know, you know, we've, we've been, we were cool with each other the whole process through. And that, that, that's a testament to, you know, to him and their upbringing, you know, the whole right. family, man, the whole family's great. Uh, I used to always talk to mom and pops after the game. Uh, you know, like I said, they, they never treated me, they never treated me any kind of negative way. Right. Um, uh, competing with Donovan per se. Like I said, Dewan never, never treated me any kind of negative way for quote unquote, taking his son, his brother's spot. Right. You know? um, well, you got, yeah, you got to throw to Dewan. So I'm sure that kind of, uh, that, that helped. I, I do got to ask though. So whenever um, Donovan made the transition over to defense, how many times, how many times did he, uh, he ask you in practice? <laughs> um. I, I I don't remember the exact number, but I remember two or three. <laughs> right. uh, where he he uh, he purposely ran the ball back to me and gave it to me. Like, here you go. And I, you know, I get man, get that shit out of my face. <laughs> you know, awesome. and, and like I said, it's at the end of the day, man, we're there That's to compete great. to make this to make this program a better place. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and so, yeah, you know, it was it was definitely uh, I definitely had to make sure I knew where he was at at all times because. Uh, he looked like a natural, like he had played the position for so long when he moved over there to defense. And, uh, you know, our defense became better having a quote unquote, another quarterback on that yes. side. Yeah. Um, yep. And so that's exactly you know, what was, I was going to say. When you have, have a true quarterback of the defense, like that's yeah. hard. You can't coach that. Yeah. And, and you know, I, it was one of those things where now that, you know, me and Donovan per se talk the same language as a quarterback, it was easy. It was, I definitely use him as a resource to go to him and talk to him. Like, Hey, what are you seeing? You know, what do you think can be done in this situation? You know, now that you're seeing it from a different perspective. So right. uh, I was able to to talk to him and, 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 and get some information from him about that. Okay. I got to ask, cause the, the pressure, it is what it is, right? You, you, yeah. everybody, I, again, I was a hardcore fan. I was part of the people running around town saying, yeah, yeah. Y'all wait, y'all wait till y'all see Bobby Reed, though. I was, <laughs> hey, so I know there's a, a decent amount of pressure, but, you know, if you could, 
emulating your game, F. Vince Young. I'm sure being okay. Is this true? Coming out of high school, were you really six three, two twenty five? Yeah, absolutely. Jeez, bro, <laughs> that's a grown man. That's a grown man yeah. size. And yeah. and so I mean, I guess tell me a little bit about the pressure, but but also kind of the work you got to do with 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 Rob Glass. Um. Well, let's let's we'll talk about the pressure first. Um, you know, man, I grew up I grew up the only kid in the house. So my natural instinct was to stay within myself. Um, you know, be to myself. Okay. So right. when when you see when you when you get to a place um that's on the national stage like Oklahoma State and now you're the starting quarterback and you have all these high expectations and you you go into Walmart to go get, you know, some toiletries, but on your way out, you see yourself on two or three magazines. You know, that's a lot of, a lot of stress, a lot of um, emotional stuff that you have to deal with as a 18, 19 year old kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, you know, after a while, uh, you know, injuries started playing a part, you know, I, that, that, that next year I came back, I came out remember I broke my foot, uh, against Missouri. Um, so that started happening and, and, you know, you, you start looking up and, you know, you know, people from home are saying, I mean, you need to transfer and do all this. And it's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot to deal with um, as a, as a, as a kid, you well, know, sure, and especially, you know, I, like I, I talk to my wife about it all the time. You know, it's, it's having her, I'm able to go back and reflect on a lot of things as far as, my time at Oklahoma state. And, and, um, one of the things that I dealt with and I, and I really didn't know, you know, what it was, was the fact that me growing up, I didn't have anybody to, you know, enjoy the experience with like a brother or sister, right. You know, it was all me. I had to deal with all the good emotions, all the bad emotions, you know, even with the, the, I'm the man, I'm 40 situation. That was, that was the worst part ever, you know, of my whole time in Oklahoma state. Um, at, at the time, you know, but yeah. looking back and having different perspective, you know, you know, being, being a coach myself, being a husband, being a father, right. You know, it doesn't, it, it wasn't as bad as, you know, some, some would make it, make it, uh, yeah. coach glass, you know, he, you know, to this day, man, right hand, right hand to the man. I, um, uh, I would still run through a wall for that guy. Um, he came in, and sorry, my dog is being a dog again. <laughs> he came in and and set the rules, and you know it, it it was it was either you get on the train or you you get going. And and he 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 just came with a level of of intensity that was like none other. But like I said, man, he was he was and he still is a vital part of Oklahoma State success. Uh, oh, huge, in huge. Was Coach Gundy. Um, you know, I, I, I know, I know a lot of my buddies, you know, would, would do the same for coach class to this day. And I, I'm, I'm sure the the guys that are going through the program now feel the same way. And he just, he just, he just takes care of of his, of his kids, man. You know, you don't, you don't work, but, but man, the, the, the confidence that he instills in you and, and how he prepares your body and your mind mentally, man, it's, it's it's like none other. No, you know, no, no knock on any other strength coach or in a, in the country or anything like that. But 
the guy that I dealt with, Coach Glass, you know, he's the best to ever do it, man. Bro, I don't think you have to say no offense, but there's only one strength coach, strength and conditioning coach in the United States making a million daggone dollars a year. Oh, so, yeah. well, so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you're going by the pocketbook, uh, he's he's the top of college yeah. football for a reason. But I'm yeah. sure for him, you are right. He's a legend because to the even to this day, Oklahoma State has talked about, you know, you know, getting the three-star guy, the four-star guy. But it's funny that, you know, we have some complaints about that now because for a long time, we got the zero-star guys, right? You know, for a, yeah. a, a very, very long time. So, you know, again, that's another reason I, I like the segue of having people like you on the show because people tend to forget without the, the rough 2005, 2006, 2007, 8, 9 era where Gundy was finding his way. Right. Realistically, mm-hmm. I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. Then just yeah. like you mentioned, the I'm a man, I'm 40 thing. Um, I can I, I'm sure as an athlete at that time, when you already have so much pressure put on you as being the golden goose, the one who's going to carry Oklahoma State into a new a, a new era. And then to have that additional pressure put on you, as you mentioned later in life, you kind of realize, oh, OK, Weird way of going about it, maybe, but he had my best interest at heart at the time. He was trying to, but I'm sure in the moment, goodness me, dude, that had been that had been hard. Like, okay, everybody expects this, and now the national TV cameras are, are all, all over the same thing. And I'll tell you one thing, dude. The I know the pressure was there. My dad did not bet. My dad was not a betting man. The only time I ever ever saw him even talk about making a bet was talking about you taking on Georgia and yep. <laughs> you know that's the only time in my life I ever heard my dad say that he was going to be betting some money but so I know as a fan at my dad being a grown man like mm-hmm. the talk of Bobby Reed and, and XLK and, and, and those people the transition did happen everything yep. that we wanted to see happen did it just it took a few more years right correct, correct. but so being a part of that maybe you can help you know put everybody's mind at ease a little bit when we have so much fear with some of the, the recruiting is there are some things that need to be fixed. Yes. Right. That's, you can see that from uh, a mile away, but just kind of break us down. What made Oklahoma state so special and Gundy for that matter, right? There's a reason that yes, we don't have the shiny classes every year, but our average class in the last 12 years is number 31 in America. Right. But people mm-hmm. tend to forget that it used to be like number 90 in America. Yeah. And Seriously. your guys' classes were the ones that turned that, right? The less miles transition um, into Gundy. What, what, what made your decision, um, I don't know, was it more of a Gundy thing or more of a university? Or kind of how did that take hold? Because recruiting has gotten better and better and better and better. Um, well, you know, I go back to my journal, my recruiting journal. Um, I did my research, and I, I, like I said, I tell all kids, do your research, do your research. Now, times are different now. The transfer portal, it's wild now. The transfer yeah. portal has has, <laughs> has messed the game up, you know. It has. But it's, it's, it's a good opportunity for kids, though. I, Correct. I, I see kids well, going to find new opportunities, flourishing, and what's, and whatnot. But, uh, but back then, uh, you know, the transfer rules weren't, what they are today. You know, if you, you wanted to leave, you had to sit out a year. If you want right. to leave in, in the conference, you had to sit out two years. So right. you just had to toughen it out. Um, but what, what kind of made Oklahoma state 
you know, the place for me was, you know, like I said, going back to my recruiting journal, I, I did research. I, I, I looked on the depth chart, who was here, who was there. And, and I saw that Oklahoma State minus Josh Fields, who was going to play baseball. Right. Or if, if he would have came back, you know, I would have, I would have been, I would have been great sitting behind him another year. Right. You know, but after that, it was freshman, freshman, freshman. And so, and with the, the with the the thought process of me going in mid semester, you know, now it's freshman, 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 freshman. It's four freshmen. And so, uh, looking at other depth charts, I wasn't quite quite seeing that. I was looking at right. some things, and uh, there was there was other opportunities, but you know, some were you know all the way west coast, all the way northeast. I wasn't gonna play in the freezing cold, so. Uh, the cold, the cold in Oklahoma State was just enough for me, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it was. It, it kind of went back to just me doing my research and and uh, like I said, having Josh Fields there one more year would have been great. But you know, now you know now myself, Donovan, um, Al, and another guy named Jamie Beagley, we were all freshmen trying to figure it out ourselves, you know, um, and you know within the whole transition of the Gundy era, right. you know, and you know, I look back, I look back um, <laughs> how the, the whole Les Miles thing played out. Um, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if people know this story, but the night before the Ohio state game, uh, we had team dinner and he, uh, he, he locks the door to the, to the, to the dinner hall and uh, starts yelling and screaming at everybody. I'm not going nowhere i'm staying right here you know lsu i'm not going to lsu this and that this and that well looking back okay <laughs> if you look at the, the the if you look at the clues he had already signed the contract two or three days before news had broke mm-hmm. um, we had a practice you know he didn't get on the bus he went he went this way that old school lincoln riley yeah man he <laughs> went this he went this way in the parking lot and the buses went that way and you know, word was he went to Dallas and signed with signed his contract and all that good stuff. And so we woke up the next day. Les Miles had signed a contract with LSU. So you know, me just getting there, I'm just like, man, this is crazy. And so <laughs> driving back from uh, San Antonio, I get a call from Coach Gundy. Uh, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Uh, doing good, man. Uh, hey, you know, I'm gonna just get right to it. Uh, I know, um, you know, you came in with Coach Miles and all that, but, uh, you know, I'm about to be the head coach here. And, you know, you were my first call. I wanted to uh, call you and, and and ask if you would be willing to stay or see if you would talk to you about staying and helping me, you know, get, right. this, get this ship, you know, going. And yeah. right there, you know, I recommitted to Oklahoma State per se. Uh, it's like, yeah, man, I'm – you know, I'm, I'm here, you know, uh, I appreciate you calling me. Uh, let's, let's go do this thing, you know? And, and from there, you know, we, the, you know, we had a bumpy, bumpy first year. Um, and, but ever since then, you know, if I'm not right. mistaken, he's been in the bowl game ever since, you know, right. which is, yes. which is great. You know, what more could you ask for? Um, you know, a couple of, couple of close calls on, uh, making it to the big game oh. or at least the playoffs, you know? Uh, but that's what you play the game for. Uh, but like I said, man, him him calling me and 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 saying those words 
you know, I recommitted to Oklahoma State on the spot. And, and you know, I, I was glad that I did. It was it was a great ride. That's awesome. And, and you know, man, I just as, as a as a fan. Right. Again, that's why, why, why we're doing this is, is I like to tie it all back because. Yeah. There, again, there are some things that constantly need to be adjusted, but that's life, right? If you're not upgrading, or I've said it before on the show, if you ain't growing, you're dying. But that's anywhere, it's yeah. any profession, any walk of life, any time. And, you know, but when people talk about the cowboy culture, I think that people forget that that in the beginning, Gundy was figuring out the cowboy culture, right? Because yeah. taking over from Les Miles, um, he had a lot of house cleaning to do. And yeah. that included a lot of, of starters from the Les Miles era. And so, yeah. you know, Gundy and then him him being the play caller and everything very early on, people tend to forget that, yes, it did kind of become the slow, slow climb for us, right? But it took yeah. Gundy a little while to figure out what that cowboy culture is. And I think people forget he learned it from y'all right y'all's classes and this what just like when i had Corey hilliard on the show or, or even you know dating back to tatum bell that you that transitional period it took a while to get there but i think people forget that gundy was learning on the fly as well because yeah. he was the youngest head coach at the time if i recall in all of college football and yeah i think he, i think he might have been like 33 or 34 and he'd spent um, 99% of the time at Oklahoma State because the only, his only other stop really was Maryland where he was the OC. And yeah. so, you know, your guys' classes were the ones that really created the Cowboy culture. So uh, real quick, just kind of tell me what that, what that locker room was like knowing that, you know, even after Les Miles, and yes, 2005 was not good. And another reason why I like having you all on the show is I think that it's not even close. This season was 2005 was the only comparable season, right? Like getting beat 48 yeah. zero and losing for the first time oh, yeah. in Lawrence since 1994. We did some things this season. We hadn't done since 05. Yeah. And so how does it, how does it feel from your perspective uh, being in the very, very first wave of the Gundy era success, but, being instrumental, massively instrumental in the classes that created that, that cowboy culture. Could y'all feel it coming? Um, or, or was it more of a little disappointment actually? Did y'all feel like you could have achieved more? Um, well, yeah, you always, always feel like you can achieve more. Um, you know, we, that, that, um, the independence bowl year, we, 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 we just felt like we could have won more, been in, been in bigger bowl games. Uh, but it was a great experience. Um, looking back, man, the 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 whole cowboy culture, the whole you know transition thing. Um, Gundy Gundy did clean house. You know, uh, oh. one of my one of my one of my best friends at the time, Prentice El Elliott. Um, yes, he, he he was one of the best. Still to this day, one of the best returners to ever put on orange. Oh and black. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was, you know, we were all heartbroken when he when Gundy did it. But you know and Seymour Shaw looked him. like he was gonna be a dude too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um and I and I'm saying Prince because me and Prince came in together. Right. Same gotcha. same gotcha. same class. Uh so you know, we spent we spent a lot of time together in, in dorm rooms and stuff like that. 
but yeah, it, it was Prentice, it was Seymour, it was a lot of a lot of guys that right. um that were that were there beforehand that Gundy came and just kind of kind of cleaned house. And you know, we had to respect him for it, you know. Yeah. Um it, it, it's his program and he's gonna do what he's wanted wanted to do. Um now having those guys, we probably would have went to a bowl game that first year. <laughs> uh yeah, you know, in my opinion. But like I said, the man had a bigger vision for, you know, later on success. And right. um, you know, I knew that things were going in the right direction uh when that uh when that oh six class came in, those guys were pretty rolling. But the the next class um came in with um was to, with with Des Bryant. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, no, I'll take it back. I'll take it back. I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. The 06 class had uh, Paris Cox. Uh, Roger. If I'm okay. not mistaken. And um, and so those guys, you know, they came with a chip on their shoulder. Uh, that was that was a really big class. Now, I think that was the first class that Gundy recruited, the uh, the 06 class. The whole class? Okay. Yeah. That, that was his first official class. And those guys did a great job recruiting. Um First, first uh, kickoff return of the year, Prentice comes to me and says, hey, man, I'm finna, y'all, y'all ain't got to worry about going offense. I'm finna run it back. And he did. And I was like, okay, these, these, uh, these little freshmen, you know, come to play, you know. <laughs> and, then, and then the next year, you know, we get, we get, we get, um, we get guys like Dez and, and all those other guys that, that took the program to another level. Right. Uh, hell, even Brandon, Brandon Wheaton came in that year, you know. Um, the year before that, Zach came in. So it was just, you know, once my time was up, Zach would take over, then Brandon would yep. take over, and you just kind of just roll with it. And then, uh, uh, you know, the year after that, uh, Blackman came. Um, yep. I wasn't able yeah. to play with Blackman. I had transferred, but, you know, some of the guys that I'm naming are some of the guys that were key key figures moving forward. Uh, right. Or say, pa- passing the torch on. And so uh, – you know, once once you know, I left when I left Oklahoma State. I kind of knew in the back of my head that um, the 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 program would be in good in good hands. You know, you look at two guys like um, well, you 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 helped get Zach Robinson prepared very well. Thank you for that. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, you know, Zach. I'm talking about Zach, but Dez Dez wanted to come to Oklahoma State because of me. At least that's what he told me. Right. And I right. was like, hell, come on, and you and you know. Uh, how he turned out, but you know, he was he was one of the top recruits. Where we had we had we had him as a starter as, as a freshman against Georgia, yeah. you know, yeah. and mm-hmm. that that probably was his worst game of his whole career, just probably because of the nerves. I think he might have had like seven or eight drops, but you know, that you know we know Dez don't ever drop many footballs, yeah. but I think it, <laughs> I think it might have just been nerves because after that he was fine. I mean, it's it's a Saturday game. Well, the next time, next time he played Georgia, it got him on the cover of Sports Illustrated. So I, I would say exactly. it was a good precursor. Exactly, exactly. So you know, you look at two guys like uh, Rashetti Jones and Jamie Blackney. Yeah, uh, who came in? Yeah. Who also came in that class? They're actually on the on the uh, staff with uh, Coach Glass now. Roger. And you yep. know, you know, following those guys on Instagram and stuff, the things that they're doing and taking the program to another level is is stuff that we talked about when we were all in the dining hall together, you know, seeing, seeing those guys actually doing it and under coach glasses, tutelage uh, is, is great. You know, you know, those guys will be 
you know, if they want to be uh, great, great head strength guys at whatever right. college they they end up at, and uh, yes, they, they were they were great, great people, great teammates, um, and you know, learning under Coach Glass, that's just going to make it even more better for them. Um, but you know, like I said, man, the transition was it was it was hard, it was ugly. You know, they were building they were building a football stadium at the time, the West End Zone. So, you know, you look over there, that big old hole in the ground. <laughs> that win used to come in on those in those games, so it was just a lot of lot of transitioning going on. But you know, it's one of those things, man. You just keep you just keep chopping that tree down, man. Eventually, you know, it'll yeah. fall. Yeah. All right, brother. So after um, you know, I, I do know that uh, go oh six season, right? You played the bowl game, and oh seven season, you dealt with a bunch of injuries, uh, and then you ha- kind of helped uh, Zach Robinson get the ball uh, rocking and rolling. Uh, and then talk a little bit about you, you you transferred after and I do you I know you were still going through the rehab process which we'll bring up here in a, here in a little bit again because it, it unfortunately became a theme um, but you know whenever you went uh, to the transfer process because it wasn't a portal back then right it yeah. was a little bit different um, walk us through a little bit of that if if you would because I do know that it, it surprised a lot of people in Stillwater myself included. Um, so I don't think, um, I, I don't know. I still don't know to this day, the exact, um, reasoning. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, let's, let's, we'll get, we'll get to it. So hit me good. Uh, third, third or fourth game of the season. Um, you know, I was struggling against Florida Atlantic and okay. just, just not moving the ball. Like, like I was supposed to, let's just right. call it what it yes. is. And uh, well, and you so, have a lot of film out there that says you can do it. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, so you know, um, at the time, while I'm you know going through it, you know, coming off the the year before, looking looking to win more games and, and get more notoriety for the program, yes, uh, Zach is in the background uh, learning from me. Yeah. Um, yes. Like like I did with Donovan, right. um, and and he's he's making plays. He's he's doing this. He's doing that. You know, a lot of people, uh, let me throw this tidbit in here. A lot of people didn't realize I came from pro style type offense. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, tight yeah. end, two receivers, two running backs. Yes. The the offense that they were running the year I got there with less miles. Roger. Yes. Okay. Uh, and so when we when we went to we went to the spread, we brought Coach Fedora in from Florida. Roger. Zach flourished in that a lot better than okay. I did. Okay. You okay. You know. Uh, he was a he he came he came from high school running a spread offense, and so right uh, the transition for us mine was a little bit slower than his. You know, tracking he was okay, able okay, to okay. he was able to work it work more in space than I was. I was more under the center, you know, hand the ball off, turn my back to the to the defense, right. that type of stuff. Old and school. so yeah, and so naturally, you know, he he started looking better than I was uh, to the coaches. Um, that's when uh, I came. I hurt my leg and my knee. Getting, I guess, a guy ran up from behind me and twisted my leg and knee and my ankle. Um, and so Zach comes in and it, Zach took off from there. He started throwing right. touchdowns and the I offense was flourishing and we were winning games and all that good stuff. And so uh, I think after that game, uh, or no, the following week, I was still dealing with some injuries. Um, we ended up playing Tech our first. Um, conference game and uh i i think we lost at the end or we might have won i'm not sure when, and, I, I can't oh, remember that 
Seven? It was this was 07 year. Uh, uh yes, we lost to Kazaya uh, Crabtree. Yes, there you go. So um we ended up losing, and that's when Gundy went off on the the, the, the reporter uh in the press conference. Um yeah. yeah. So the day the day before the morning, the morning of the game. When we have team breakfast, we usually have newspapers in, on 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 our table to read and stuff, just kind of get us through the day. Uh, that morning, the newspapers weren't there. They took them all up, and we just we didn't really real we didn't really realize that until looking back. And then right. that's when, you know, after right. the game, Gundy 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 to, had the newspapers. Yeah, he took yeah, yeah he <laughs> took them all up because uh, you know we're trying to get ready for a game, right? Uh, and so you know that's when. You know, you have the now famous video of him going off on the reporter. Um, <laughs> what do you mean now famous? And, and, it, yeah, yeah, it's been, been famous, my guy. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> actually. You know what? It 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 just got brought up like two weeks ago. That thing was viral before viral was a word. Yes, it it was it was crazy, man. <laughs> I, the, the the sleazy car commercials. You remember those? The buy from me. I'm a man. I'm for it. I'm like, no, this is. This is getting out of this is completely getting out of hand, man. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> hey man, you're almost there. You're almost there. And please tell me when you turn 40, you'll have an epic rant with, with your kid. <laughs> you know what? You man, gotta I, plan I, it I, out I, right, right? And as soon I as something should, bad happens, do your locker room speech, be like, dang it, I'm a man. I'm 40. Listen. <laughs> I should. I should. The way people are creating content nowadays, I should come up with something. Yes, dude. Get a get a get a get a director or something and come up with 100%. something and just make a you make the whole to, thing out of it. Yeah. You yeah, have that's to. a good idea, man. I got and actually got some time <laughs> to think about it too. <laughs> yeah, because you're what, 38? Is that 37? I just turned 37. That's right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Man. So speaking of, um, I, well, you're doing you're doing the the coaching game still because you 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 know, man. If it's it, I don't know. It's it's a bug, right? And when you're not playing football, you you, you want to be doing something involved with football. And then you know, for coaching. And then I went from coaching to obviously obviously this. Um, I do know that you know you're you're having a major impact. Um, but can you tell me a little bit about? the seven on seven scene and, and where it's come from to where it was very, very new when you first got into it. Right. Or was it even really very big? Cause I know my, I said, I graduated in five and my senior of high school is the first seven on seven we'd ever, I'd ever heard of. Yeah. Uh, you know, the crazy thing is um, with the type of offense that we ran in high school, the pro style, we didn't. We never dabbled in in the seven on seven summertime. We just we just worked out and did extra work with each other. Um, so it was kind of it was kind of growing back then. But now, right. you know, it's 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 essentially a whole nother football season. If you it ask is. me, it is. Yeah, I mean, it, these kids are traveling. It's yeah. it's it's AAU football now. It is one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, and I just you know I I I. I I tell my kids, man, just be safe. You know, I know you guys want to do it and and film all this stuff, and I get it, but just be safe. Come come back because we got a full season ahead of us. You know, <laughs> uh, I I do sometimes get worried about uh, kids burning out from it. You know, um, I feel like sometimes you have to uh, correct them. You got to do a little more correcting of right. of, of of they develop uh, bad habits. 
because they yeah, don't have to, they don't have to worry yeah, about the same so, depth because there's no D line yeah, linebackers. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I know. know I got you. There's some, there's some there's some some good and bad about it, but uh, you know, I just I, I I enjoy it. You know, it's it's good to see the kids compete. You know, I'm all about competition, and uh, you know, like I said, the only thing I'm always gritting my teeth about is just staying healthy. Yeah, true. Very very true. Well, and and help me out here. I think what people seem to to I don't know deviate from a little bit. And when I had Stephon Johnson Senior on the show, he talked about this a little bit. What seven on seven should be, and, and and unfortunately it doesn't get used this way all the time. But if you're a starter, let's say you're 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 a senior coming back in your junior year, you started every single game, and you're like you know yeah. one of the top dudes. Seven on seven is not for you. Seven on Correct. seven is for the guy behind you that only got Correct. that only got eighty snaps. But Correct. you're right. Sometimes this tournament platform it turns into a recruiting competition as opposed to what it's designed to be, which is to get some more of your specialty players available for the the coming season. So, yeah, man, I'm I'm glad you brought that up because it is important, but I do think that it's not always great for football because, A, it it can make injuries happen. B, it does cause wide receivers to cheat on routes. This is a... This is a fact. This has been happening. It'll continue to happen. Um, but, yeah. Which causes some of the coaches to have to do a little bit of um, re- re-diagnosing some, some issues. But the biggest <laughs> thing, the biggest thing I think is that I hate it when it's not used properly. Yeah. Right? Correct. Like, I get the 707 tournaments. It's cool. It's good for recruiting and visibility nowadays. But if you're a high school football coach, that's, it's, it, it, it kind of, it kind of irritates you a little bit if it's not done for the right reasons. But Correct. if you're getting your backups that many snaps, that that's going to be perfect for the, the, the coming season. But if you're just doing it to be to, to try to gain five star status, I think it does it creates some issues, unfortunately. But that's why it's important for for people like like yourself. Um, and 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 I'll be jumping in on the seven on seven circuit with uh, Stephon Johnson Senior and and his companies and. Um, I'm sure when you, you know, we've got Tatum Bell. Uh, it's going to help us kind of get something in the work. So it, it'd be great to kind of mm-hmm. have have a, your input as well in all of this, which is kind of why I asked. It was a sneaky segue, uh, I must admit. Yeah. But but you know, you've you've been through uh, you know I don't know the multitude of, of offenses, and isn't it kind of fun? It hasn't been confirmed, but isn't it kind of fun to think? That if the rumors are true, we're about to see a more old school pro style Oklahoma State attack. Talk about full circle. Yeah. So, so uh, if you don't mind me asking, what are the rumors? I haven't heard anything. Okay. So, Marcus Arroyo, I know you know who that is, yeah. right? Very, yeah. very, very hot name. Whenever he left Oklahoma State University, he didn't necessarily want to leave. He was, I've, I've been told he wanted to stay. They just couldn't work out it contractually because we didn't have any room for any coordinator job. So he was willing to stay as a positions coach, but he wanted coordinator money. We couldn't make it happen. Went to Oregon, yeah. went to UNLV. Takes UNLV from one win to almost a bowl team, and they fire him. Whatever, whatever, fine. Yeah. So I do know that, well, we're still in conversations with, with Arroyo, um, but UNLV pulled a smooth one. Um, they 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 fired him, okay? But they're firing him financially over two years. 
So they're trying oh. to get us to eat some of his buyout, even yeah. though they fired <laughs> him. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's amazing. So we don't know if the money thing's going to work out there. Obviously, we, we've heard some some grumblings about Kale Gundy. Don't know where that's going. Um, but, you know, I don't know if these if these things are true. Um, and we're talking about we've recruited three or four transfer tight ends very, very, very heavily. As you know, we got Brendan Cassidy coming back for a, a six yeah. year to be more of a true tight end, which is good because this cowboy back experiment has been a nightmare. And it's not worked. <laughs> I mean, I get it. it we're trying yeah. to be cute and cool, combine the fullback tight end thing. But ever since we went away from those diamond formations, that was something that helped us. Oh, yeah. When we had O-line problems, what did we do? Beef up with a couple fullbacks, a couple t- – you know what I mean? And you had no idea where right. we were coming from. And right. and just, you know, we've evolved, I guess you could say, offensively recently, but it just didn't work this year, right? It was very, very yeah. apparent. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we're, so if we're going for bigger offensive linemen – and mind the way, in the transfer portal, we've only lost one lineman, one guy. So there's something there that this yeah. offensive line group is being told or they wouldn't all still be intact. Right. Correct. And then we got the huge six Correct. foot seven, 370 or 350 pounder from uh, Texas state. He'll slide in right away. We got Caleb BTN coming back. We got Cole Birmingham coming back. Uh, we, we have some, some ability to matriculate different people at right tackle. We signed three freshman alignment. And again, uh, we just went after the – he's a six foot seven, 230-pound wide receiver uh, today. From it where? Looks like, it looks like we're going more more old school. Uh, I want to say he was from Boise, if I recall. I could be wrong okay. on that. Okay. But it's – it's you're hearing, you're hearing whispers that we're changing the offense, which is why you yeah. haven't seen a bunch of people bounce offensively. But it makes sense, right? This year we yeah. were running the zone blocking scheme – with a bunch of big, huge power dudes. Yeah. Right? I mean, Don Richardson's yeah. a, a beast. But is he Jalen Warren or Justice Hill or Chuba Hubbard? No, he's not. And yeah. same with Don, Ollie Gordon. Ollie Gordon's a certified. Matter of fact, Ollie Gordon's one of the few that creep up to your level of recruiting. Ollie Gordon was a yeah. huge running back get, right? And we thought we were uh-huh. going to lose it late to Texas. <clears throat> um, yeah. And, you know, so he runs the same as Dom. So does DeAndre Jackson. So we have one one tailback that can run the zone blocking scheme, and it just it didn't work, right? Yeah. And you just you haven't seen any alignment leave. You haven't seen any of the running backs other than Dom leave. You haven't seen you haven't seen any of the tight ends leave. So clearly we're doing something, but yeah, we're, we're keeping a lid on what it is. But you know, if you read recruiting and stuff, we we didn't really go after very many tight ends for the last six seven years. We yeah. just didn't. Yeah. Um, this 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 is the most aggressive we've gone after. We've gone after tight ends um, in, in at least a decade. Mm-hmm. So it, it looks to me like we got Ollie Orton back, got DeAndre Jackson back, got Jade Nixon back, got the transfer that ran for back back thousand yard seasons at Western Michigan and Sean Tyler, and now we get yeah. all of our O linemen back plus a couple transfers plus all the high school O linemen. We're doing something. Right, Gundy's yeah. not. Gundy may be. Um, oh, he's not very good with media. That's a that's a nice. Yeah, place. no, no, yeah, he yeah, ain't yeah. great with media. But the yeah, dude, he don't, care. he don't care about all that. He, 
The yeah, dude yeah. knows how to put X's and O's type stuff together. And yeah. it will be interesting to see because in the NIL transfer era, you know, there's going to be one more age of, of growth in Gundy. There yeah. just, there has to be. And yeah. I think you're kind of seeing it because Charlie Dickey was a legend at K-State for what? Running cotton picking football. How often mm-hmm. did Charlie Dickey have to pass pro when he had Colin Klein and, and, and all of the, yeah. you know what I mean? And so we're asking him to do 65, 70% pass pro when the poor man didn't do it that is his whole career in Manhattan. So we're going to yeah. keep Coach Dickey, right? And we're going to, we've got all these power backs. We've got to do something. We've got right. to do something. And we, we, we got to remember Spencer Sanders hasn't left yet. Yeah. And it, it, it appears as though he, we've circled the wagons and he's back in talks with us. Now, does that mean anything? No, because I know there's still a couple of SEC schools hot, hot, hot after him. But if if things weren't changing offensively, I think you would have seen a lot more shakeup by now. Yeah. No, so, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I mean, yeah, man, it, when you just it does suck kind of in this industry because sometimes, right, you get stuff that you can't really talk about, which is very frustrating, yeah. by the way. Um, but then you get things that just don't make sense mixed in yeah. with some things that do make sense. And, and go, you know, how Gundy is the Gundy's really good about keeping a lid on stuff. It's frustrating. It's frustrating how little <laughs> Gundy tells of the fan base. It really yeah. is honestly. Yeah. But um, yeah, he's, he's, he's a legend and our recruiting class does look, um, I'm impressed with it. The physicality, right? Cause like you said, we've, gone away from power football and ran more of a spread for years mm-hmm. go from fedora to monken to dana holgerson to marcus arroyo when he was coaching wide receivers with uh Yersich. so yeah. we recruited speed 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 this recruiting class is not all speed it's a lot yeah. of smash mouth nasty mean dudes yeah so i see a shift uh hopefully it, it, it's enough um, to keep everybody kind of engaged because the transfer market has changed things. You can yeah. go from a, a, a zero to a hero real quick, fast, and in a hurry, looking at you, Kansas. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I, I, we got I think we got to change something. Um, but I, I also think that people need to realize that without your class, we wouldn't have any of this stuff, right? I said the same thing when I talked with Corey Hilliard. You know, getting him to come over from Louisiana, that was a big deal yep. back then. We didn't get a lot of yep. dudes from outside nope. of Texas. Nope. And to get somebody of your stature to, to come and to help Zach Robinson and then Zach Robinson carry over. And then you have the Whedon eras and then Mason Rudolph. And, and it's yep. just, I, I'm appreciative that you came to Oklahoma State. I'm appreciative that you gave us that ability to continue to grow because let's face it, without, without the U's, the Marquis Fountains and the Corey Hilliards, the Tatum Bells, without any of that happening, what is Oklahoma State? An average team. But yeah. luckily, because of the last 18 years, the expectations have grown, right? Yes. Because yes, we got have. because we got a Bobby Reed. We should be able to, you know, grow our, our quarterback, which is why we've got three, four stars in a row now at quarterback. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's just yeah. It's amazing that we've grown this much. Should we have grown a little bit more? Probably yes. Yeah. Right? 
We should have a couple more Big 12 titles. It is what it is. The Bedlam record tells you why we don't, right? Yeah, seriously. But, but when people are freaking out about recruiting, it's like, guys, without the Xavier Lawson Kennedys and the Bobby Reeds and the Marquis Foundains and, and the Corey Hillies of the world, we, we would never have any of this. So although I think it's beyond fair that we as a fan base expect more as more happens, right? Yeah. It's yeah. also fair to look back and remember the people responsible for where we stand. And for, for that, sir, thank you very, very, very much. Um, I, I, tell us a little bit about what you got going on right now in your coaching tree at the moment, brother. Uh, well, right now I'm the um, offensive coordinator, um, quarterback's coach slash recruiting coordinator at um, Lake Dallas High. Uh, it's in Corinth, Texas, which is south of uh, Denton, Denton, um, Denton, Texas. Um, Jason Young, the head coach there, was a GA when Gundy became a head coach. Uh, he was on that first staff, and awesome. uh, we've been buddies ever since. And uh, really he called cool. me. Uh, yeah, he called me last year, man. It was a no-brainer to go ahead over and join him. And, uh, you know, it's been great, you know, right now. Um we're in football season over. We actually made it to the playoffs this first year, which is great. Awesome. Uh, you know, quarterback did pretty well. Uh, so we're looking to build on that success and just kind of put Lake Dallas on the map. Um, is your quarterback right coming now, back? Coach, yeah, he'll be back. He'll be back. He, uh, he actually, you know, uh, had the same exact surgery that I had a couple years back, back when I was at Oklahoma state, the labrum surgery. Uh, so he's kind of dealing with that. Uh, sorry, my mom was calling. Oh, you're good, man. Uh, yeah, he's he's dealing with that right now. So I'm just kind of helping him through that. Good. Uh, good but good. you know, it's good to um, you know share my experience with 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 the kids, man. And 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 I love when they soak it up and put into their own little form and 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 have success on the field and in the classroom and in life. Um, but you know, like I said, man, right now it's basketball season, so I'm. I'm the head freshman basketball coach. Uh, we had oh, a game nice. today. We end, we end okay. up, yeah, we end up losing, but uh, I got, I got, a, I got, a, I got a wild bunch, man. They, they make it, they make it enjoyable. Uh, you know, they, they work hard, and uh, you know, we got what, twelve more games left of the season, so we're gonna try okay. to finish this thing strong. Man, make sure you gotta, you gotta get some of them. You gotta help me. You gotta help me get some of those dudes to Galgriba because I know yeah. you have been to Galgriba when it's at its peak. And it's oh yeah, yeah, out and it's absolutely insanity. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. That's awesome, that, brother. That game, that game with uh, when Kevin Durant was there as a freshman, that was the triple was overtime crazy. fight. Yeah, man. Yes. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. And then you know, I'll take it back even further than that. My freshman year, when we were really good, and we had John Lucas and Tony, mm -hmm. and that team went, you know, went on far in, in the tournament. Man, that was a wild year. You know, the game, all the games were sold out that year. That was, a, oh man, that was a great year. So, okay, check this out. Let me ask you this. Legitimately yeah. speaking, when you came to Oklahoma State University, and yes, you, you watched us go to the Final Four in basketball, did you ever think that Oklahoma State football will be way bigger than Oklahoma State basketball at any point in time, ever? Um, No, not really. Me either, just, bro. I, yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't really think so, man. Yeah, but. You know, it's how it goes, man. You know, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. that's just how it goes, you know. And, and Mike, Boynton, got Mike Boynton's got basketball on the right road, but it is amazing to see where we've come in football. Yeah, and it's, you know, one of the things that we just got to be talking about. 
the transition and getting through the yeah, yeah. getting through all the BS and the sanctions and all that stuff that he had to de- deal with. Mm-hmm. You know, hope you know. Hopefully, as he gets further away, he gets gets another year, another another yeah. some, get some more grace period to kind of get his get his show on the road. Well, it's funny this season. The blueprint to beat us is very simple: get our dudes in foul trouble. Because we oh, don't have yeah. a deep bench because we're on scholarship yeah. limit. It is what it is. Yeah. But we've proven with UConn and KU uh, and, and some of the other non-conference games against top 10 teams, we've played four or five top 10 teams already. And yeah. and the, the only one that you could say really um, got away from us was maybe UConn. But that was only a 10-point loss. We should have beat KU the other day. We should have. Uh, and then yeah. we beat West Virginia. And it's just like... So if we're we're hanging with all these top five teams easily, right? Yeah. We've got yeah. we've got the talent. Yeah. If if we can stay out of foul trouble, we will be a thorn in the side. So all we got to do is yeah. make the tournament. All we got to do is make the yeah. tournament, and yeah. we will yeah. irritate the tar out of some people. Correct. Correct. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm I'm it. excited, man, to see see how they finish out. Well, brother. Thank you very much for jumping on here. Uh, again, whenever I first got the job, I tweeted out my top five uh, people to get on the show. Uh, you, our Devin McCorders and J.W. Walsh are still on that yeah. list. I need to, um, I need to, I need, I need to track down our Devin McCorders and J.W. Walsh. Okay. Yeah, I got but you. Um, yeah, so I got uh, Marquis Fontaine coming up. So the same thing I did um, with with Corey. Do me a favor. Give me a little something I, I can throw his way to throw him off of his game. Uh, have him have him explain uh, what Cat Daddy is. Okay. All right. Yeah, <laughs> I love it, brother, man. Yeah. Well, again, man. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for what you do um, for, for the young kids out there and helping them d- develop and, and see the game a multitude of ways. Thank you very much for being a part of Cowboy Nation and, and obviously coming to Oklahoma State because I know it, it, it doesn't take rocket science to say that it didn't end up how you wanted because mm-hmm. I know that you know with the, all the talent that, that you had, you know, you guys were going to do some big things. But I want you to just take some solace in knowing that as fans, we are very appreciative and we recall what you did because without you, we probably don't get Zach Robinson. Without Zach Robinson, yeah. there's no Des Bryant. You know what I mean? Like, it just, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's a system that feeds into itself, which is part of the Cowboy culture. And you guys were the very beginning of the Cowboy culture, right? So because of you yeah. guys, there is such thing as a Cowboy culture. And as it, is, as it you know, changes and it grows, um, it, it's because of people like you. So thank you very, very much, brother man, for everything you gave Cowboy Nation and, and what you're still currently doing. Hopefully, uh, we got some, we got some uh, young Lake Dallas fellas that are going to be rocking the orange and black here in the next few years as well. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try to get some guys up there, man. Cody, right, I brother, appreciate man. everything, man. Yes, sir. Uh, thanks for having me. Anytime you want to talk, man. Just let absolutely. Me know. Uh, before before we get off, man, I do yeah. want to say um, prayers up to uh, Demar Hamlin and, and his family and friends and any everybody that's been affected by what happened last night. And, you know, none of us should have to have seen right. no players should go through. You know, it was very traumatic. Even for me, I'm I'm all the way in my home on the couch watching it. So I can't imagine what those guys and people in the stands and, you know, family members were all going through, man. So prayers yeah. up to 
to that whole situation, man. Just, you know, hopefully things come out on the right side and he can get up and walk away from this and, and be an advocate of of the situation. Because like I said, it's very it's been it's been very a very crazy twenty four hours, man. And, and yes. like I said, I it's, it's been on my mind to say something. I give you, I thank you for the platform to absolutely send my condolences to him and everybody just affected by that situation. As we all should. And, and I'm actually very, very glad you said that because especially it's still being kind of, you know, holiday season. I think even with the Mike Leach thing, I think people yeah. tend, oh, to yeah. for, tend to forget just nothing to do with football about how yeah. just life is short. And it's not, it's not a bumper sticker saying it's a real thing. Uh, life Correct. can change in, in instantaneously for anybody. So, yeah, everybody out there, you be be more loving, be more forgiving. Try try not Always. to try not to hold grudges because life is short. Things can change uh, in an instant, yes. and and it's best that we always try to I don't know be be happy, uh, have forgiveness in our hearts. So, uh, yes, yeah. thank you very very much for saying that, brother man. No problem, man. No problem. Too Take easy. care. Be safe. Happy holidays, man. Yes, we'll we'll, we'll chop it up. Uh, we'll chop it up so, so one of these days in in, in Stillwater, America. Maybe yeah. maybe get together a homecoming next year or something like that. Yeah, but, man. I, I I got I got way more stories too. <laughs> I, I I dig it, but you know this is a, a somewhat PG ish channel. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm saying, I'm saying in person. I'll tell you. I'll I tell got you, some you more, brother. I I'll got tell you some more, more uh, spicy stories. Yeah. Too easy, brother, man. Well, thank you very much again. I greatly appreciate it. I know all of us here are greatly appreciative. Cowboy Nation, say hello to the man, the myth, still the number one ranked recruit in Oklahoma State history, Bobby Reed. Bobby Reed, say goodbye to the people, brother man. All right, see y'all later, man. Go Pokes. Yes, sir. Guys, I got to pinch myself sometimes doing this. Having these 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 guys that uh, you know grow idolizing and, and, and big legends of the game, I, I feel like it doesn't it doesn't cloud my judgment by any stretch. If anything, it helps me see the progression of Oklahoma State University and where we can end up because we've grown a lot, we've come from a long way, but we've got a long way we can still go yet. So as always, I love you all. God bless. Go Pokes. And thank you for making this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. All righty, y'all. Until the next one. Later.